0: Welcome. This is the CGMI Living Springs Gospel Podcast. Stay tuned as you listen to the Word of God. I thank God for the opportunity to stand before you this morning. It is by the grace of God, and the Spirit of God is one. I appreciate the pastorate and I celebrate all the men of God that have gone ahead of me uh, handling the topic in this series. We have looked at raising godly children. Can we celebrate our engineer for that? We have looked at raising godly teens. Can we appreciate our pastor Obey? Hallelujah. And Pastor Amma and my dearly beloved husband will come after me next week and upper week. Praise the Lord. I truly believe that this series has actually been very awesome and very insightful and personally I've actually learned a lot and today is another day that we'll be looking at raising godly family looking at the women perspective so I want you to prepare your mind I want to prepare your heart I want you to do away with any form of distraction this morning praise the lord And I pray that the word of God will transform our life, will bless our life, and will make us a godly individual in the mighty name of Jesus. Can we just bow down our heads as we pray this morning? Heavenly Father, we thank you. We glorify your name. Thank you for the opportunity to gather at your feet again this morning. Thank you for the gift of life. Lord, we thank you. For your grace that is upon us. Lord, as we are about to hear your word, I pray, Heavenly Father, that you give me the grace to declare your word this morning to your people in the mighty name of Jesus. I ask, O oh God, that for every individual under the influence of my voice this morning, I ask that, Lord, we give you the grace to receive the word and act according to the word in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that at the end of this sermon. The world will transform our life in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' most wonderful name we have prayed. Amen and amen. The Spirit of God is one. And I also want to celebrate my dear husband. Uh, When I was sitting down there, I didn't plan to do this. In a couple of two days, we'll be celebrating 14-year wedding as anniversary. (laughs) Hallelujah. And I want to thank God for his life, for being a pillar, for being a support, for grooming me. This is not how I was 14 years ago. Praise the Lord. (laughs) I wish I can show before and after. (laughs) Uh, Yes. I used to be one chubby girl, no makeup. Hallelujah. I know one of the things that he actually transformed us. Oh, no, no, no. I love it when you wear makeup and I've been doing it. I think I'm trying. (laughs) Praise the Lord. So I just want to appreciate my husband for grooming me, for nurturing me, and for contributing and making me to be the woman that I am today. Praise the Lord. It is not just good enough to have a good father. Uh, May so rest in peace for a girl or for an individual. You also need a good partner. And that is why there is no other time for us to talk about raising godly family than this period. Because the family play a major role in the society. What we are experiencing in our nation today is as a result of the family that we have. If we have a godly father at home, if we have a godly woman at home, and we have godly children, we will have a godly society. Hallelujah so we are going back to the bases, and we are going back to X-ray to see how we can have a better family so that we can have a better society and I pray that as we go through this series God will give us the grace to be a better and a godly individual in the name of Jesus Amen. the church is a family we have the women in church we have the men in church and we have the children in church praise the Lord but this morning, we are going to be narrowing it down, speaking to the women. And I want to plead with our men. Don't use this against us because I know some of us, when you get home, you now say, ah, remember the sermon." <laughs> yes, praise the Lord. We need you to support us to be whom God has called us to be. Praise the Lord. Let's quickly open our Bible. Let's quickly open our Bible. The first text that I have there is Proverbs 14.1. Yes. Proverbs 14.1 says, The wise woman builds a house, but the foolish pulls it down with her hands. Hallelujah. I just want you to follow me. And I also want to buttress more on that. Can we look at the second Bible text for this morning? Proverbs 12. Verse 4. The Bible says, An excellent wife is the crown of her husband, but she who causes shame is like rottenness in his bones. Can we quickly look at Proverbs 31, 29 to 31? The book of Proverbs 31. The Bible says, Many daughters have done well, but you exalt them all. Next. Charm is deceitful and beauty is passing. But a woman who fears the Lord, she shall what? She shall be praised. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 31 says, Give her the fruit of her hands and let her own works. Praise her in the gates. Hallelujah. There is no doubt. There is no doubt that There are godly women and there are ungodly women. Praise the Lord. I'm not going to dwell on the ungodly women because I know we have ungodly women here. We are going to do something this morning. When I ask you, do we have godly women here? You tell me they are here. When I say do we have ungodly women, you say they are not here because I want to believe that we don't have ungodly women here. Praise the Lord. Do we have godly women here? are here. Hallelujah. Do we have ungodly women here? No. They are not here. Praise the Lord. But we cannot deceive ourselves. So as we go on in the sermon, we we'll look at the characteristics of the godly women. Then you will be able to appraise yourself whether truly you are a godly woman or you need to port to the party of the godly woman. Praise the Lord. But we have established the fact that there are godly women and there are ungodly women. God will make us and help us to continue to be a godly woman in the mighty name of Jesus. I want the sisters to pardon me. So the focus is on women, female, ladies. So we are not just talking about the married women. We are talking about the singles because singles too, you will get married, you will become a wife and you will become a mother. Teenagers, you will also grow up to become singles. You will get married, you will become a wife, and you will become a mother. So we are saying we want a godly female, a godly lady, a godly woman. And I pray that as you hear the word of God, through you, your family will be blessed in the mighty name of Jesus. In Nigeria, uh, some years back, I think when I was preparing this message, There's a woman, if I mention her name, uh, used to be the Director General of NAFDAC, Dr. Dora Akunyili, praise the Lord. If her husband, this is just an illustration, if her husband goes out and he wants to introduce himself, and the husband introduces himself to be, oh, I am a maker Akunyili. You know, people may still be wondering, who is this person? But by the time the husband mentions that, "Oh, I am the husband of Dr. Dora Aquaili. Is that a difference? Yes. Is there a difference? Yes. Praise the Lord. That means, as a woman of God, we must have an identity, and that identity can actually influence our family. So for Dora Akunyele, if you put her name on Google, you will see a lot of things uh, she was was able to achieve during her lifetime, isn't it? If your name is put on Google, if somebody mentions your name in five years' time, ten years' time, will people have something to say about you? I don't expect you to answer. Just think about it. For some women, the atmosphere that will create... The horror around us is not good enough. And that is why this message is for me. This message is for you. And God is expecting us. This is not a sermon. This is not uh, an encouragement. Or this is not something, an instruction from Church of God Mission or Living Springs. Praise the Lord. This is God's mandate. The highest agenda that God has, the highest expectation of God for every woman is for us to be godly. That is God's highest agenda for us. And godliness is not limited to only the women. Yes, we want to have godly men too. And that is why God is talking to us this morning. It is not impossible to be godly. I want you to take that. So have it at the back of your mind. A lot of people want to be godly. A lot of people are struggling to be godly. Yes. It is possible to be godly. If it's not possible to be godly, then God will not mandate us. Because being godly, godliness is a divine mandate. Because we are created in the image of Christ. Christ. And God is telling us from the moment that you decide to follow Christ, God wants us to do what? Focus on him and become like him. Only gods can be godly. Human beings can be humanly. Can God live a lion life? No. Because we have God in us, we can be godly. And when we talk about godliness, as a woman, being a godly woman is not about appearance. It starts from the inside. It's from inside toward Outside. Not the other way around. So godliness is not about appearance. It's what you carry. And that is why the Bible says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth what? The mouth speak it so it's what you have and the Bible also buttresses it praise the Lord before I go to that I just want to tell us this morning that a godly woman is a pillar to the home a godly woman is irresistible pleasant she fears God and not their God She's a crown. She's a queen. She's useful. She's an help needs, not an help eat. There are women that they are just ready to come and support to my son. The other day said choppy choppy. Praise the Lord. Yes. Godly women, they are not the choppy choppy we don't want choppy choppy women in our society. They are help meet as Christ, as God has described them. A godly woman is a salt of the world, a light of the world. The godly woman radiates the goodness, the glory of God. That is a godly woman. A godly woman is a solution provider. I don't know if you have heard about cases where men will be talking. And men will say, don't worry, there is a problem, we have identified it, but you know if I share this idea with my wife, or if I share this problem with my wife, my wife will come up with a solution. A godly woman is a solution provider. Praise the Lord. Let's open our Bible to the book of Philippians chapter 3, verse 14 to 15. Philippians 3, 14 to 15. The Bible says, I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, let us as many as are mature have this mind, and if this anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even these to you. Praise the Lord. Romans 8:29 to 30. Romans 8 29 to 10 20, 29 says, From whom he foreknew he also what? predestined to be conformed to the image of his son that he might do what? Be the firstborn among many brethren. Praise the Lord. I would like to stop there. So God has predestined us, is not now. That God is starting to know you. Praise the Lord. God knew you even before you were formed in your mother's womb. And you have a purpose. And God is saying that he wants Christ to be the firstborn. So that there can be many what? Brethren. Brothers, sisters, godly women. So that it won't be only Jesus Christ. That is the word of God. Let's open our Bible to Luke 6. 45 before I move on. Luke 6, 45. Luke 6, 45 says, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart does what? Brings forth good. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart does what? Bring forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth does what? Speaks so the character the behavior the traits that we see is not what is not superficial oh is not on the surface it's from within if you are a good woman then you bring forth what good fruit a godly woman will not curse a godly woman will not look at her husband in the house. And you know that your children are watching you. And you say, you are sizing him up. Look from him from up to down. And your children are watching. That is not a godly woman. No. At, you have not spoken. But you are, the way you look the man is not godly. Praise the Lord. And in this time and age that we have different things happening in our society, rottenness, the Bible is telling us that we have the solution because he has called us the salt. And where there is salt, there cannot be any form of decay. So we have the solution to the society. And God wants to raise godly women among us to go and be the solution of this nation. This nation can be a better place if we have godly people in the society. Praise the Lord. Amen. God is pleading with us. God is encouraging us, encouraging us this morning that we should not leave that place of salvation, that journey that we that we started following Christ. God wants us to live a godly life. God wants to us to be the little Jesuses in our place of work in our churches, in our society. Imagine, if a man is married to Jesus, is his problem not solved? Is his problem not solved? That's what the Bible is telling you. Be the little Jesus. Be like God. Be godly. Praise the Lord. That's just, it's not, it's not difficult. Because what determines our behavior is who we are. So, if we are God's image and we understand and we recognize the fact that we are God's image and we live a godly life, then this place will be a better place. Praise the Lord. I'm going to move on. We have a case study this morning. We'll be looking at a life of a godly woman in the Bible. I've mentioned Dora. Okay. So, let's come back now. And... A very beautiful character in the Bible and that is Queen Esther. Praise the Lord. In our leisure time, we can sit down. The book of Esther is just 10 chapters but when I was studying and I was preparing this message and I read through the story of Queen Esther, I learned so much that we can also pick up tips things, process that Esther went through To become a godly woman. Praise the Lord. Are we ready to go to the factory now? Because we want to go and see the making of a godly woman in the Bible. Let's see how the journey started. Let's see the things, the lessons that we can learn from the life of Esther. That is our case study this morning. Let's look at the book of Esther. Am I there? Praise the Lord. Okay, before we go to Esther, let's turn to our Bible to the book of Matthew 4. Matthew chapter 4. Yes, before we go to Esther. Matthew 4, 19. Praise the Lord. And this is Jesus talking to his disciples. And Jesus said, then he said to them, what? Can we read together? Jesus told his disciples, no, I just want that verse. Can we go back? Yes, just this. Jesus said, follow me and I will do what? I will make you fishers of men. Brethren, if you want to, for women now, let me be mentioning us. We are talking to us now. The men, they are just observing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Only God, our Maker, can make us a godly woman. And for us to become a godly woman, we have to do what? We have to follow Jesus. He said, I will make you. Jesus make them fishers of what? Fishers of men. So Jesus can make us if you decide to do what? To follow him. But most of the times when we give our life to Christ, we stop doing what? And we thought the process has ended. Praise the Lord. For some of us, we'll go back. For some of us, we'll become lukewarm. But I pray that the God will give us the grace this morning to return to our first love, to return to that salvation experience in the mighty name of Jesus. Quickly, because of time, let's look at the life of Queen Esther. Let's open our Bible to the book of Esther, chapter four. I'll just run us through, summarize the story. We all know the story. So, how did Esther, how did Esther get to the palace? So, there was a queen in the palace, Queen Vashti and the queen there was a feast in the palace and the king invited the queen to be part of the feast but the queen was so proud selfish and he refused and that was what, was, what caused the hand of that queen and there was an opportunity for Esther to come and the king said okay so go and look for virgins, young women, young ladies that can become the queen. Praise the lord. And fast forward. Esther became the queen. But Esther was raised up by a man. His uncle or a uncle who Mordecai. Praise the lord. And Esther found himself in the palace where there's abundance, where there's good things, everything at a beck and call. Praise the lord. But there's one spirit that Esther or a trait that Esther exhibited. Esther was what? Humble. And one of the key attributes or behavior or trait that I saw in Esther is Esther was what? Approachable. So let's go back to Esther chapter 4 verse 11 and see what the Bible says. Esther 4 11. Let's just read that. So how the king's servant and the people or the king provinces know that any man or woman who goes into the inner court to the king who has not been called, he has to he has to be put he has he has but one law, put all to death except the one to whom the king owed out the golden scepter, that he may live, yet I myself have not been called to go in into the king these thirty days. Praise the Lord. So I'll just tell us what actually brought about this. So Esther was in the palace and Mordecai, they were actually the Israelite, the Jews. And the second in command, that was Haman, actually made a pronouncement that everyone during that time, they must actually bow to him. But Mordecai refused to bow to Haman, praise the Lord. And this is where the problem starts. And the uncle of Esther felt that okay, who can assist? Who do I have in power that can actually reverse this problem for us? How will someone wants to destroy a lot of a whole lot of people because of just a thing, because of himself, because he refused to actually bow? Praise the Lord! And Mordecai had to send a message to Queen Esther that she needs to do what to stand up for her people being a queen imagine maybe the first lady if you heard a, uh, some, so, such a story or uh, news praise the lord that a single person who is second in command wants to destroy your uncle wants to kill your whole people including yourself because if they actually made a pronouncement that all Jews should be massacred, should be destroyed Esther would definitely be affected isn't it And what did she do? When she got the message, she had to respond to Mordecai that there's a law in the land that no one just goes straight towards to the king, except the king actually invites. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Esther was obedient to the king. Because immediately, Mordecai actually sent that message to her. She will have rose up and said, yes, I am the queen is my husband. I just need to give her an instruction. But she didn't do that. Because she was godly, she actually went before the Lord. If you read Esther chapter 3, chapter 4, praise the Lord. She went before the Lord and she sent a message to her uncle and said, let us declare what? A three days prayer and fasting. So let us declare a three days prayer and fasting. No man should eat nor what? Not drink. Seeking the face of God, of course. As individual, as woman, because we serve in multiple offices, we are daily confronted with challenges. We are daily confronted with decisions that we have to make. How do we make those decisions? How do we go about taking those steps? Do we seek the praise of God? Because this is what I saw clearly that Esther did. She went before the Lord. A godly woman is strategic. And she was able to influence even her maids because the fasting and prayer was not only done by her alone, but including her maids. That means her maids had been watching, they had been looking at her, so she has influenced her maids. And I want to tell us this morning, women, we have the power of influence. The things that we do on a daily basis, the way we live our life, is like it's sowing a seed. So we need to be conscious. You don't know who is watching. Are you influencing the people in, within your spheres of influence? Are you influencing them positively or negatively? A godly woman will make a positive impact. The life of people around them. When Esther stood up and hugged them, let us fast. Let us pray. If she has not been a godly woman, they won't obey. Praise the Lord. And what happened? They went before the face of God. They fasted, and let's go back to that Esther chapter four. What did Mordecai? But I want us to look at. That Esther chapter 4 verse 11. Maybe the lawyers can help me because I saw an exception in that. Praise the Lord. So when there is a law and there is an exception, maybe our barrister will help us. What do we call that? What do we call that? We are going to pray together. Our pastor Omar is here. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So what do we call that? When there is an exception. Okay. Is anything called proviso? Proviso, hallelujah. We are learning. Praise the Lord. So there is actually an exception to that law. So it was not totally the way it is that, oh, no one can actually go before the king. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we have so much to learn from the life of Esther. Praise the Lord. And let's, let, let's move ahead. Let's move on. I just want to mention briefly there are characteristics of a godly woman. And Esther exhibited some of these characteristics. A godly woman pray and what? And read the word of God. Yes. Because when challenges come, when situation comes, where do you fall back? And that is why the book of Joshua 1, verse 8 says that the book of the law shall know what? shall not depart out of our mouth. Yes. So you cannot use your woman understanding. It takes the grace of God. You need God. You need the help of God to actually be the godly woman whom God has destined you to be. A godly woman trusts God for every need. There will always be need. Yes, to be satisfied. And if I ask us, if we take a survey, Every individual needs one thing or the other, isn't it? The commonest need is the basic of life. That is food, shelter, clothing, isn't isn't it? But there are still other secondary needs. So a godly woman trusts God for everything. And that is what Esther actually did in the book of Esther, that chapter 4. He actually trusted God that it's only God that can actually deliver her, deliver her people from the hand. And I'll just try to wrap up that story. What happened? Esther actually used hospitality. Esther used hospitality because after the maids came to tell her that, oh, this is what is happening, and he had there was a back and forth. He kept on sending message back to her uncle, and the maids kept on giving her the update that, oh, this is what has happened. Though. And lo and behold, she wore her royal apparel, and she still went before the king. And the king said, oh tell me what is your request what can I do for you and Esther did what she requested for a banquet to be organized and she said I want to have what a feast with you my king praise the Lord and she was granted her request and fast forward when Esther was granted her request Esther still she already knew that it was her man that actually signed the law that all the Jews all the Israelites should be killed she knew but they were still praying and she said she also wants her man to be world to come and feast with them. How many of us will give food to our enemy? How many of us will give food to our enemy? How do we treat our enemy? So you know that this person you know, is the cause of your progress. Praise the Lord. Or this person will be the one responsible for your destruction and you still say come. Let me, you are thirsty. Let me give you water. Let me give you a drink. A godly woman we ask for the wisdom of God. And that is why God's ways are not our ways. The difference between a godly woman and an ordinary woman is that divine wisdom. The difference between a godly woman and a carnal woman is what? God's divine wisdom. So remember for every situation, for every circumstance, You need the wisdom of God. A godly woman is persistent. Hallelujah. Yes. I saw persistency in the life of Esther. So persistent that there was no record of, oh, they got tired. Or they actually cute, Or they said, "Uh, I think the second in command of the king will have his way. They will destroy us. Let's just give up. A godly woman will not give up. A godly woman will not give in. A godly woman will continue to do what? To do good. A a godly woman will be what? Consistent. That is another quality. A godly woman lives orderly. Hallelujah. I can see orderliness in the life of Esther she was not troubled and coming to reality, the way we live our life on a daily basis. Women are trying. Can we celebrate women this morning? Can we celebrate women this morning? Is that how we all have women in our life? Mothers, we have mothers, we have sisters, we have cousins. Is that how to celebrate the women? Hallelujah. Where there is orderliness, there is no confusion. Even in this Lagos, if you are not orderly as a woman, there's problem. Because there's time for you to wake up. There's time for you to take care of the home. There's time for you to organize, plan things. So if you are not orderly, you cannot what? Survive. So an, a godly woman lives what? An orderly life. A godly woman is an encourager. I saw Esther being an encourager. She never allowed the people around her to be down any moment. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. She was what? An encourager. And a godly woman's what? Lives on, un- loves unconditionally. Praise the Lord. A godly woman will not what? Will not hold grudges. Loves always. Because we have God as what? Our Father. The next thing I would like to speak to quickly this morning because of my time is how to become. We have looked at the characteristics. We have looked at the life of Esther as a godly woman. But the question, and I will not leave here until we look through how to become a godly woman. Praise the Lord. The number one point I have here is you must become a child of God. You can't play church and you want to be godly. You have to do your father's business. You can't become a godly woman without giving your life to Christ. You need salvation. The experience of godliness actually starts from what? The point at which you give your life to Christ. Your salvation experience must be must be shown and must be re- must be what reflected in every area of what of your life. And that tells us that a godly woman will not live a double life. So the sister Winifred that we see in church on a Sunday every Sunday should not be different from Sister Winifred Monday to what? To Saturday. A godly woman will not live a double life. There's an exercise I want the, the men to do. Maybe at your leisure time. But this can actually be for the married one. So, wives, praise the Lord. Just find time during the week. Get the attention of your men and ask them, please, honey, can you just appraise me? <laughs> Hallelujah. Can you see the reaction? No, so rapture has not occurred now. But please, you have somebody that stays with you every day, that knows you in and out. Praise the Lord. So just sit down with your man and say, so I will say, Reverend Duke, please, just tell me, 14 years, how far now? The truth of the matter is, it's not expensive. This one, you are not engaging a consultant. This is not a survey that, oh, who is Pastor Obey and we start giving forms. This one is free. So, for those of us watching us online, just sit down with your men and say, please, honey, appraise me. I hope they will not remember those nights that they will come back from work and you will say, there's no dinner this night. Go to bed to so be part of your appraisal. That's not a godly woman. And for sisters, Hmm. you don't know that your brother may be here and they are also watching and when you come to church you know you are always having misunderstanding when you are in the singles fellowship and you don't know that your brother is at the back watching that God you have spoken to me are you sure she's the one <laughs> this one that anytime we come for sisters or singles fellowship She's always arguing. Is this how we'll be arguing in our house? Praise the Lord. <laughs> you must become a child of God. Sincerely, this is the truth. And this is the meat of this sermon. There's nothing you can do without the help of the Holy Spirit. There's nothing you can do with the help, without the help of your maker. So if you know your salvation is is not sure because if you are saved mm, your husband will not come back from work and you will make the whole house fire. You know there are some men when they are leaving office and everyone oh oh, oh, it's almost five o'clock oh they are packing their things you know they will still that ginger will still be there. They'll carry their bag they'll get to the car. As they are approaching the streets you just discover that That spirit is actually coming down. And what is the problem? They are thinking, ah, that woman. I know we don't. Godly women, where are they? Ungodly women, where are they? Hallelujah. The second point: you must leave God's purpose for your life. We are unique. Every individual, God has a purpose for your life. As a godly woman, God has deposited great gift inside of you. You don't need to envy. You don't need to look at another person. Identify, understand the purpose of God for your life. And one of the major ministry that God has given every woman is the ministry of help. Ministry of help. Yes, that is why a young lady will grow up to be mothers and you have to take care of your children. You have to take care of your husband. You have to take care of people around us. God has given us a purpose. So for you to become a godly woman, you must live God's purpose for your life. Don't live the purpose of God for your life. And if you don't know the purpose of God for your life, go before the face of God and ask God, God, what is the purpose that you have for my life? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. There are girls, there are young girls that need tutoring. Yes, you can help them. There are young girls that need rehabilitation. There are girls that they have actually fallen by the wayside and you just need a role model to actually advise shape their lives so that they can be a better person. So you have to understand God for yourself. You have to be active in that ministry of help for you to be godly. The next point I have here is that you must live a balanced life. Praise the Lord. You must live a balanced life. Balanced life mentally, emotionally, spiritually. There are some people they are heavenly useful, but they are earthly useless. Praise the Lord. So Christ said that seek ye first the kingdom of God and every other thing world shall be hardened on. We have to live a balanced life. Yes, as you have good relationship with God, you should also encourage good relationship with people. You are not living you are not a lone ranger. You belong to a family. And that is why you are a very significant part of a family. You have stakeholders. Have you heard about internal and external stakeholders? Yes. Your internal stakeholders, your husband, your children, your cousins before the external stakeholders Do you treat treat, treat your internal stakeholders well? What can your internal stakeholders say about you? So you must live a balanced life. There are men, there are women that, or ladies, they don't care. Your appearance, let me talk about that. Your appearance matters. It matters. Don't say who is looking at me. You have a market to sell. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And the men, they are what? They are born again. They are not blind again. They are not blind. They are seen. So that I will not use anybody to preach. My husband helps me to shop. Praise the Lord. Yes. He will tell me. He will send the pictures to me. Oh, I saw this. Go and pick it. Praise the Lord. And sincerely, shopping that I did. The woman asked me because I said, ah, this is what my husband said I should pick. The woman said, no, your husband has eyes for good things. Praise the Lord. And I'm always proud to say it. There was a gown I wore. A friend of mine said, oh, I love this gown. I said, my husband picked this gown for me. We are coming you no. Know, our health is very important. Part of balanced life is also to look after our health. Because I will not just tell us, yes, yeah, become how. We need to break it down. It is a how we want to know. It is a how we want to understand. So that we can review ourselves. So that we can appraise ourselves. So that we can start to do those things and be who God has called us to what? To be. For some people, it is work, work, work. Praise the Lord. I hope I'm not preaching to myself. Because <laughs> I had a very busy week. Praise the Lord. You need to balance things. Your health matters. Go for a medical check. It's helpful. You can detect certain things at early stage. And you can look at them. There are things that you can work on. So don't just assume everything is fine. Because a woman cannot afford to be down We do a lot at home You have to take care of your children Can a nursing mother afford to calm down You will feed your baby And at times, you know, people will ask questions How do we do it? You go to work You take care of the younger ones You take care of your husband Because they are also our baby Praise the Lord Where is Uncle Swami? Uncle Swami said he's not a baby (laughs) Lion of Judah (laughs) Yes, we have big babies and we have small babies. So, women, we need to be physically fit. We need to be spiritually fit. So, we must live a balanced life for you to become a godly woman. Another point here is a godly woman meets her husband's needs. Very important. Very, very important the man you marry is one in a billion. For sisters, the man you will marry is one in a billion. There is no other Reverend Duke way. is mine. There is no other Mr. Um, uh, Pastor Amma, Father man. Amma. He is one. So there is general needs. Yes. So when you are discussing or you are attending your sister's fellowship or single's fellowship. And they are telling you, oh, men need this, men need this. By the time you marry your husband, you must understand the basic, the specific needs of the man that you want. You will marry or you have married. Because if you don't meet your husband's needs, that's when you see some men. They will just say, that, I'm missing my mother. I'm missing my sister. And there is a wife at home. Praise the Lord. I mean there's something lacking so have God for divine wisdom to understand how to meet the needs of your men very important I'm sorry but I want to balance this because I know women we actually play multiple roles so we have a couple of married women and we have the singles this knowledge will also still be helpful eventually when you are married praise the Lord Praise the Lord. There's good for healthy relationship. There are a couple of people that will say, oh, I remember those days where we used to have healthy, good, sweet relationship. We can still have it. So what went wrong? You need to go back and identify the gaps and you need to actually meet the gaps. I just want to mention something too. I think Pastor Obey mentioned it last year, or last week, which is very important. That is our actions. As a godly woman, we influence and our actions, our attitude, our behavior matters a lot. I discovered that when you don't create time for the people around you or in the family as a woman, they tend to get busy with other things. And that is why you see young children at home when they don't have the attention of their mothers uh, maybe when they are chatting you hear them use something like P.O.B. what is P.O.B. when they are chatting what's been of P.O.B. I thought I'm the only one oh I'm not old school parents on board that's P.O.B. yes so when they are chatting and they sense the presence of parents and they want to change how what they have been just a P.O.B. The other person understand. Parent on board. And that's where it starts. They will not start conversing. You have to give your life to Christ. <laughs> did you read your Bible? When last did you say thank you Jesus? So please mothers, godly women we have to be part of the life of godly, great good children. It's very very important. It's part of. And we need to learn on learn and relearn. don't stop learning don't stop learning praise the lord you need to be updated yes for some of us the standard in our home is what our mothers used to do is outdated praise the lord praise the lord learn to manage your relationship as a single lady learn to manage your home as a married woman learn to manage they have fears of your home very very important there are some women they have actually transferred the responsibility of managing their home to house helps and that is where you see in a home rose this rose that husband is calling rose Why is... rose bring this rose this you... every every day is rose rose, rose. Even when they are having fun, it's Rose. Godly woman will manage her home front very well. There shouldn't be a time your husband will come, honey, I feel like taking boiled yam. Because you have not been managing your stock, you will go to the store and you will find out that yam has finished. Rose, you did not tell me because you have not been managing the stock level in the house so let's play our role very well we are important stakeholder at home if we want to have a godly society we must have a godly women if we want to have a godly society we must have a godly man we have to work together we have to collaborate we have to synergize praise the lord and I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus name. You must develop yourself. If you are writing how to become a godly woman, you must develop yourself. I know my time is up but there are some SSCs that I've had. So, I'm going to use them today. Praise the Lord. Uncle Empire is not around now. So, there's no time up. There's no time up. Are you not a woman? Godly woman, don't tell, call godly woman. Our time is up.
1: Praise the Lord. It's our day. Godly
0: women, where are you? Yeah. They are here. It's our day. You must develop yourself. Yes. Be unique. Build relationship. Be a manager. A godly woman meets her husband's needs. I've mentioned that. Very important. Can we quickly open the book of Jude? Jude chapter 4, verse 4. Quickly chapter four, verse four. Okay. Four, four. praise the Lord. four four. yes. Yes, yes, yes. Multimedia. Okay. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Eh, Psalm forty five thirteen. Psalm forty-five thirteen. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. The book of Psalms says, the royal daughter is all what? Glorious. Within the what? The palace. Our clothing is woven with what? Gold. Praise the Lord. Can I see the hand of the royal daughters here? Are you a royal daughter? Are you a royal daughter? You are queen. You are unique. Praise the Lord. And your cloth is what? Woven with what? Gold. So on a daily basis, if you see yourself as a queen, if you see yourself as royal daughters, and if you see yourself as God's chosen, then we'll be conscious to live that divine purpose of God for our life. God has me to tell every woman today you are created for a purpose you are special you are beautiful you are virtuous and God has given you every resources that you required to live a godly life it is possible to be godly it is possible to live a godly life and we have to be the prayer warrior of our home we have to be the prayer warrior of the society a godly woman is an intercessor. Praise the Lord. A godly woman respects very important. And a godly woman don't compete. There's no competition. Just like the body, there are different parts in a body, and each part has a role to play. It complements each other. There is no competition. So see yourself as a part of the family. See yourself as a part of the church. See yourself as a part of the society. A godly woman supports the vision. Yes. The men, they are to give us what? The vision, the way to go. And that is why the Bible calls us what? Help meets So we are to support the vision of the men. This is very important. And this is for... The married women give your husband a good meal. I hope the men will stay. How praise the Lord! I said, Godly women give your husband what a good meal. The men are smiling. <laughs> I hope some people are not starving. Some people give your husband a good meal. Yes, very important. Yes don't allow your husband to start looking for alternative. It is very very important and it is good for us to be pleasant. Pleasant to live with. Let's see the book of Proverbs. Proverbs 8 24. Proverbs 8 24. I'm rounding up. Hallelujah. 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 So we can just write that down. We can just write that down. So for those of us that we are writing, let me just run through. I hope we are following. So how to become a godly woman. What do we have first? You become what? What's the second? You must leave what? The third one, you must live what? A balanced life. Next. Yes, next one, you must develop what? Yourself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can we rise up on our feet this morning? Can we rise up on our feet this morning? It is possible to be a godly woman. It is possible to be a godly woman. It is possible to live that divine life, the divine purpose of God for our life. Being a godly woman is a divine expectation and that is the God's greatest agenda for the women and for every believer and for every child of God. He said he has predestined us. He wants us to be his true image just close your eyes this morning close your eyes this morning as you speak to God close your eyes this morning I don't know that thing that has made you to left that salvation journey close your eyes this morning and talk to God the grace of God is available in the house and the grace of God is available for us the grace of God is available just talk to God this morning Lord help me help me to be godly. Help me to be godly. Help me to do your will. Help me to know your way. Help me me to be the solution provider wherever I find myself. Help me to support my family. In Jesus name, I want us to pray for our family. Let's pray for our home. Especially, I want us to pray for homes that are struggling, homes that are going through trials or challenges at this period. If there are godly women in the society, we may not have some people in the prison. If they have been encouraged at their heavenly life, if they have been trained in the way of God. Can we just hold hand with the person that is beside you? Let's pray. prayer of agreement this morning. Let's pray for our family that in Living Springs, the Lord will help us to raise godly family. We are using Living Springs right now as a point of contact to every family in the mission, in the nation, and at world alive. Let's pray that God will help us to raise godly family for us to have a godly society. We need godly men, godly women, godly children. Let's pray that our home will be godly, our men will be godly, our women will be godly. And the tips that we have learned this morning, the Lord will give us the grace to put them to action in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we glorify your holy name. Thank you, O God, for the word that we have heard today. Thank you, O God, because you will help us to be obedient to your word, Lord. Thank you, O God, because you will help us to be persistent. We shall not be weary. We will not be tired. We will not give in. We will not be tired doing good in the name of Jesus. We ask for strength this morning. We ask for strength this morning. We ask for strength this morning. Let your strength, let your grace, O oh God, be available for us, Lord. Help us, O Lord, Father, Lord, to live the life that glorifies your name, to live the life that radiates your goodness and mercy in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we are praying. Amen. Good morning, church. Thank you for listening to the CGMI Living Springs Godful podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at CGMI underscore L-Springs.